0: let's no, let's stay here, let's stay here because javi, you as a as a consultant now in in healthcare, you talk to a lot of people and you see two groups of people. you see there's a group that they act, and there's a group that they're constantly in thinking mode, and they're just uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know okay, let's kind of discuss this a bit you've ever asked yourself how to stop trading all of your time for money, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to the wealth code secrets, where I'll be teaching you how to access the wealth code by creating solutions and value in today's ever changing world. So you can create unlimited wealth and fulfillment in all aspects of your lives. Thanks for joining me now on to the show. Welcome to the wealth code secrets podcast. I'm your host Greg Todd. Thank you as always for joining me. We are continuing to celebrate. National Business Month for Healthcare Professionals, something I just created. But man, I I love the fact that this was created because we've had so many amazing conversations, uh, so many amazing aha moments. I realized that I just need to let the people speak and me do less of the speaking. And you all are inspired by these people. So we have someone that is going to be on today that I know you are going to find super inspiring. And you're going to get a lot of gems from this guy because he knows a lot. He knows a lot and he's done a lot within his career. So Javier Carlin, thank you so much for being on Wealth Code Secrets. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm super, super excited. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about your story? Tell them a little bit about your business and kind of how you got into what you're doing today.
1: Yes, so where do I start? So I think I think my, my story, uh, very much like yours, Greg, uh, was if, if we were to start back when, I was about 12 years old. My parents had a successful business. Uh, they had a dry cleaning business, actually. With, uh, I believe, at the time it was two or three locations, and so they were doing they were doing well. They were making uh, my my dad says they were making about $100,000 a month during that time. And this was back in like the early 2000s. And so they had a successful business until they didn't and basically i think it was the the recession in the early 2000s that really hit them and they just they weren't really doing what they were supposed to do with their money they they didn't know how to manage their money they were making all this money but they were buying the car the jet ski the boat another car but got me a motorcycle it was just they were having a blast and so when when that happened they lost everything and so for me you know much like you and I think this is one of the biggest reasons why I resonated with your story is that you didn't want to be an entrepreneur and one of the core reasons for me specifically was because I saw my parents and what it you know quote unquote did to them and so in my mind the business was what actually tore them apart and you know shortly after their business tanked they ended up getting a divorce because one of the main reasons why people get divorce in the United States is because of finances. And so in in my mind, I had this belief that, well, you could only be successful and make a lot of money, or you could have a family life. And I didn't obviously know this at the time. uh, But that's essentially where it all started for me. And so basically, what ended up happening is I went down this path of, okay, well, you know, what's a safe and secure job that that I actually might like? And so, um, you know, the, the original plan was to go to medical school, had a few experiences and it was, it's just not my thing. Uh, <laughs> I won't, I, I won't go, uh, into a tangent with that, but basically I ended up, you know, stumbling upon physical therapy and I was like, what's physical therapy. And so I, I, uh, did a few, uh, volunteer positions. I got my first job as a, as a, as an aide, And I was like, you know what? I can see myself doing this. This is pretty cool. You know, I like fitness. I like movement. This is this is cool. Like, let, let's go for it. Uh, and so that was basically my decision making process and <laughs> going, uh, you know, down down the physical therapy route. And so I, I did that, obviously wanting, uh, you know, stable career, being able to make decent money. Uh, and so essentially, as I. You know, as I went down this path, I I got accepted into PT school. I always was, you know, did, did well in school. And so that wasn't a problem. Uh, what was a problem was after my first year of PT school, I started to notice some, some things that I was not, it, it was a warning sign, basically. And so at my first clinical internship, I just started to hear uh, from the people that were working there PTAs, physical therapists, just about how. How frustrated they were, they were. How unfulfilled they were uh, in in their current position in the profession. And so, of course, you know, I'm I'm young. I'm just you know taking this all, and I'm like, you know what? Can't all that? It can't all be this bad. And so, you know, after that internship, I uh, I went you know back to school, hit the books hard, and it wasn't until about a year and a half later where I had my my second internship, and then two two more after that. And I started to notice this pattern, and I was like, wait a second you know what's going on here everyone and it's a, it's a beautiful profession right we're able to help people and 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 do all these amazing amazing things and see these transformations in people but why is everyone in the profession so unhappy and that's when i started to question things mm. and that's when i stumbled upon your podcast at the time it was uh oh my goodness well, the hunt for greatness of course the hunt for greatness uh and that's and that's essentially where this journey uh, all started for me wow. uh i heard I heard one one thing that you said uh that I'll mention now was it was this uh this phrase, and at the time I was listening to you and you said this, you said, Don't follow the herd or they'll lead you straight to the slaughterhouse, and essentially it's if you follow what everyone else is doing, you're going to get what everyone else is getting and at that time, that really hit home because I was starting to to observe you know the people around me at the hospital said no matter what setting it was outpatient you know uh Impatient. It didn't matter. It was, it was the same thing over and over and over again. And I was like, man, I got to do something different here. And so, and so that was a major, major turning point in my life. And I would say the second thing was, uh, seeing, just seeing what you were doing, right? And, and that you had the successful businesses that you had the successful family life. And I was like, wait a second. Maybe it is possible. Maybe, maybe there is a way to, to have both and to have it all. And I don't know if you know this, but that was actually the year that I ended up meeting Marissa, as soon as that belief shifted, crazy. So that's a little bit about about my story and how we got to where
0: we are today. So there's a couple things that you said that I I think are important uh, for many of at least takeaways that I've had so far. Uh, Number one is, this is why it's really important to share your story. You know, everybody thinks that, okay, I'm a physical therapist, I'm an occupational therapist, I'm an RD. I just got to talk about that stuff. I mean, I mean, you can, by the way, you can totally do that. But it's probably in your best interest to uh, let people in, into different aspects of your life. Because I think about if I never shared other aspects of my story, my past, what led me to thinking I was going to be a, a full-time Clinical physical therapist my entire life, but then because of my past parents, you know, a, a similar situation. My parents in a divorce, but a similar situation. Um, my take around money, why I was looking for stability, which is why a lot of us get into these allied health professions. Um, starting to see what's going on with people. Da da da. Like. Everything that I experience basically is what you experience. To me, you're just a, a, 15 to 20 year younger version of me, basically. And you're like, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. This guy get, yeah, okay, yep, yeah, okay. I'm gonna listen to him. Boom. And so it, it's just important you guys to share your story, and to share the different aspects of your story. I, I think the other thing I would say is, Javi just said there was something he had heard me say, and that is. Um, If you follow the herd, they will lead you to the slaughterhouse. And I think it's important for people to understand that the courageous man is the one who wins. It's not the smartest. It's not the brightest. It's the one that's the most courageous. It's the courageous woman that wins. And it takes a lot of courage to not follow the herd. It takes a lot of courage to... Like, speak out and say, okay, instead of me just talking about what I do for a living, let me, like, get vulnerable. And let me talk about different aspects of my story. It takes a lot of courage to be in business and to talk about the lows and not just talk about all the highs. It takes a lot of courage to um, to tell people, hey, you know what? I'm struggling. I need help. So just remember that, y'all. Those are the people that win. So we got Javi now. He was not planning on being in business. And here we are. he's in business now for himself, and he's actually business partners with his spouse, which is which is <laughs> another level. okay, so, um, I guess my question to you is this. You just said, you really never plan on being a business owner. Like, what led you personally to it? Like, what led you to say, "You know what? I'm going to do what I'm doing today."
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So, so I, I guess I I didn't mention you know what it is that we are doing today. So so at this point in time, uh, Marissa, my wife, and and myself, we own the Practice Revolution, and what we do is we help dietitians and nutrition coaches to be able to replace their income, so they have the opportunity to break free from their from their job and be able to get to the point where they're you know making six figures and and beyond in their own business. And so essentially, you know, what led us to to go down the business route to begin with i think for me is a sense of, of freedom and control which is interesting because they're kind of like opposite sides of the same coin like you, you there's there's a freedom that you can that you can get knowing that you have options and you're able to make choices um without anyone telling you what you can and can't do and then there's also the idea that you have the control uh, of of your time, or of those choices, uh, to to be able to do you know what you please and and really build something that that you believe in, and and it it there's it's just like it's it's a different level when you're able to just and it's it's so interesting because initially you know most of my life I never thought I was I was creative, and so now like I can't stop creating like I just I have so many ideas that I want to fulfill on and not enough time and so and so really. You know, initially I think it was one of those things where I I started to see that if again, kind of going back to the quote, right? If I did what everyone else is doing, I was gonna get whatever everyone else is getting. And what everyone else was getting was, um, at least from my perspective and what I was seeing, was a lot of people were just un- unfulfilled. They were unhappy. They were they felt like they were put in this box with no way out. And one of the one of the biggest things uh that I can't stand is is feeling like I'm, I'm put in a box. I just need to like break through. And so, and so as I started to, to, you know, to, to experience that and, and just, I started to, to see what that path was going to look like for me if I didn't go into, into entrepreneurship. And and honestly, like I started to look at other avenues and started to think about, well, are there other things that maybe I am more passionate about or more interested in? And so, and then there was there was, right. There were so many different things that, that I knew I could I could venture into and, and do well at, but at the end of the day, it just came back to the fact that I needed, at least for me, I, I needed to have more more control. And I I feel like for for many of us, we feel uh because initially going into the physical therapy profession, I was like, well, it's a safe and secure job. Like I'll I'll, I'll feel safe and I'll feel certain that you know not, like I'll be good. Like there's always going to be income coming in and I'll, I'll always have a job. And most of us, and I'm sure many of you listening to this right now, know that, that, that that's not true. right? We had so many people that got laid off. So many people lost their jobs, even now. right? I was just talking to, uh, to someone about a week ago who's actually a dietitian who just got laid off from a job that she was so, so passionate and excited about. And out of nowhere, they just let her go. And so there is no safety there. There is no security. And I, I, I would argue that being an entrepreneur, although yes, it, it kind of it's in your hands now, but you have the control. And so you make the decisions and you have the choice to do everything you can you can to to make sure that you that you make it and that you are successful and that you thrive in that. And so, and so for me, it's uh, I'm not sure I answered your question, Greg. <laughs> no, I, I I I actually think you did. I think you said okay. you said
0: that you wanted like I said, hey, so what led you to going into business? And you basically said two things. You said, I want to control and I want freedom. Now, people would think sometimes that that's that's oxymoron, but it really isn't. OK, I, um, I think at the end of the day, you wanted control, Javi. I mean, guys, I know Javi Okay, he's one of my my mentees, um, etc. Right. So so look, I mean, I know the guy's story. He wanted control. He wanted control in how he could deliver value to the world he might not have knew it at that time and know the word value and this and that whatever but here's how it works you guys if right now you're struggling with what you're like man I don't make as much as I want to make well i don't like i'm not doing things in the way that i want to do it then i can tell you right now that you're not bringing enough value to the world I, people struggle with this whole thing so much and they're like like oh it's biden oh it's trump oh it's th- oh it has nothing to do with that you if you aren't making the money you want to make you currently do not bring enough value to the world. Javi wanted control over the type of value that he brought to the world. He might have he, he thought of it differently, but that's what he wanted, okay? He wanted control over having the ability to create. You see, Javi, here's the deal. What happened is that you're like, I didn't know I could be creative. Well, here's what was going on. What was going on in that for your entire life from school, middle school, high school, college, you were stifled in your ability to create. Tell me one class you took that actually nurtured and cultivated your ability to be creative and have an imagination. Go ahead, tell me. <laughs> Zero, you guys. Zero. There, there was none. So his, his creativity was stifled, just like many of you. So he couldn't actually learn how to create value. He went to school. They said, this is how you are going to deliver value as a physical therapist. You're going to do it in this way. And then he went to internship number one and internship number two and internship number three, who are all people that were delivering value in the way that their university told them that they're going to deliver value as a physical therapist. And that allowed them to be able to give a certain amount of value to the world. Unfortunately, that value was not enough for them to feel free. Free with time, free with money. Free with the ability to make decisions, and so what? Javi's saying that what left what led him to business is that he wanted control, which would ultimately lead to freedom. Control in the way that he delivered value it made perfect sense to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now you've been on this business journey for how long now?
1: It's been what four years? So yeah, four years, and then. Full-time in this business for a little bit more than a year and a half now. A, a year and a half. All right. So I would like for you to give me
0: a few a few tips, a few valuable tips that you've learned along your journey. Um, and yeah, just kind of, you know, you've been through, you've, got, you've done a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, by the way, just to give you guys a backstory with, with Javi and myself, Javi was a student of mine initially. He came into my program smart success for physical therapists. He was one of my, probably my first hundred students I ever had. Um, Javi has supported me and been along. He's been to every single event I've ever had. Javi was my top affiliate. So you can say he went into business. He was like an affiliate for my programs. We actually, uh, Javi used to work at my clinics. Uh, There was actually a clinic that he was totally managing and partnering with. Javi worked with, good business coaching for physical therapists and is not doing business coaching and helping dietitians. This guy has gone through quite a journey to find where he's going to kind of land up. And you know something, I think this is really important hobby that we go here. I think it's really important because everybody wants to have their thing figured out and exactly what they're going to do for the next 35 years. So I would love for you to give us some things that you've learned. But also, can you talk about that talk about the exploration you've had to do to get to and, and by the way they're doing quite well today they're doing well but the exploration of what you've had to do and what you've had to circumvent through to get to what you're doing now I, I i would love i feel like you're you're one of the few that could really talk about this and resonate this to people
1: yeah i would say that that was honestly my my first tip exactly what you just mentioned the fact that I've, I've actually done so many different things, I, you know, one of the first things that I did, so throughout my, my entire, you know, undergrad and uh, graduate school career, I was, I was waiting tables, I was a restaurant server for about seven years. And so my, my first business, my first LLC was in my, in, while I was in PT school, I started a personal training business. And it was called Impact, Movement and Performance. And that was the first LLC. And then there was a second LLC, and a third LLC and a fourth LLC because that's what I thought was starting a business. And so, and so one of the things that I, I uh, really... It, it's, it's so interesting because I, I think about, about that. I think about all the businesses that I've started. I think about all the podcasts that I think I've had like three or four different or maybe five different podcasts. That I've started and and ended, right? I've 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 really every single step of this journey. I've I've started new businesses. I've started new ventures. I've tested and tried out different things. And a lot of people would have looked at that and said, "Wow, Javi's all over the place. He has shiny objects in him. He's failed so many times." But every single time that I did something and did something new. I I didn't know this at the time, but I was getting closer to the very thing that I knew that, that was going to get me to where I wanted to go ultimately. And I think for a lot of people, they have like, you know, one, two, three, four, five different ideas and different paths that they can take. And one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is they think about it for weeks. They think about it for months. They think about it for years. And then 10 years go by and they're still stuck in the same place just thinking about it. And so for me, I think one of one of the reasons that we've been able to get to the point where we are in a short amount of time with with this business is because yeah, for a lot of people what they were seeing outside externally it wasn't working, right? But all work works. It's sometimes not working externally, but it's working on you. And so going through every single one of those quote unquote failures those those new business ventures right i've been developing these skills and grow and developing my mindset expanding my mindset and and really the, the the that personal development that i've had to go through is exactly exactly what i needed to to go through to get to where we are today and my biggest tip for people is if you have all these ideas all these directions you could go, the fastest path to figuring out what the, the what the thing is that you should be doing is by just taking that first step. And so what'll happen, what I advise people, it's like, hey, if you have two to three ideas. Cool, pick one and just freaking do it. Right. And after about 90 days, you're going to figure out what would have taken you two years, 10 years to figure out if that's the path for you or not, if that's the path that you're passionate about, if that's, if that's the path that that gives you energy if that's a path that you're excited about and, you're, and that you can see yourself doing for the next, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years. And so that would be my biggest piece of advice is just freaking just do something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just get started, get moving. Okay. And yeah, Let, let's let's
0: let's no, let's no, let's stay here. Let's stay here. Because Javi, you as a as a consultant now in in healthcare, you talk to a lot of people and you see two groups of people. You see, there's a group that they act, and there's a group that they're constantly in thinking mode and they're just, uh, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Okay. Let's kind of discuss this a bit. Um, I call it, you know, if you're at that stage where you're like, I don't know what to do, I just know I got to do something, I call it, you got to go learn your ABCs. And when I think of Javi, when I think of you, what Javi was doing from 2000, well, again, he came into my world, I think it was 2017 or 20, yeah, late 2017, yep. early 2017. And I think of that time, what he was doing is he was learning his ABCs, okay? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you guys what the ABCs are. So A is for acting, <laughs> okay? He had to act, okay? He, he understood, like, I, look, I can learn, you know, he just learn from me. He learned from many people. But, Like, I mean, I could learn, but I got to act on it. So see, I don't look at him starting an LLC and another one, another one. Like, I don't look at that as, that's, that's, well, number one, you learn how to start LLCs, okay? (laughs) By the way, I love, love they pay money, they pay money. They pay money for people to do that. You know how to do it. I can say, Javi, start me an LLC for my investment company. And you could probably, like, if you wanted to, if you maybe owed me dinner or something like that, hey, Javi, don't worry about that. Just go ahead and start. Hey, he could, guys, that's really important. So act. He acted and he learned. If, if he learned nothing else from starting LLCs, he actually now had something. Something that a lot of people don't have. There is a company that I pay to be able to actually start all the LLCs for students. And I pay that company money every, every single month. Javi could open up a company now and he could do that as well. Okay. I was just saying if that was the only thing he learned. Okay. The B. The B is building skills you guys if you're not happy with where you are at financially i can tell you right now your skill set is not meeting the amount that you want to make the difference with what i made in 2001 and what i make today is my skill set i have a different set of skills javi and i know uh, um by the way this weekend when i was at fun of live I was, a, I was with the Eli's, right? I was with the Eli's. So, like those guys, I don't, I, I, so I'm talking about a guy named Eli Wild and his business partner, Eli Sanchez. And we were talking and kind of hemming it up a little bit, whatnot. But here's the deal. I don't think those guys have higher degrees than any of you that are listening to this podcast. But you wanna know what they have? Why they make a lot more money? They have a certain skill set, they have a skill set that's in demand. One of the Eli's has a skill set of business. So he's, very, he's very sharp. He's very business savvy. Okay. The other one has a unique skill set of speaking. Okay. And together collectively, they're able to say, Hey, you know what? I got this skill. You got this skill. Hey, let's go do this. And they're able to make a lot of money. But if you're like, I'm oh again, I went to school for all this same, and then, 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 then your skill set that you have is giving you what it is that it's currently giving you right now. And you just got to own that. And then the C is creating value. You guys, right now, if you're like, I don't know where to start, it's ABCs. Act build skills, and then take the skills that you have and figure out how to create value. So I think of Javi. Javi, we've never talked about this, but I think of your journey. What Javi was able to do is he was able to create value for me. The way that he created value for me, you want to know how he did it? Like, like I I mean, well, he invested in my program, probably cost him $1,000, seven
1: I, I mean, I didn't know what it was back then. Yeah. You're not kidding that today, folks. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you remember what it was? You remember what it was?
1: Yeah, it was actually. I, you, you had a membership. Okay. And I joined that membership before SSPT. And I think right. I got, because of that membership, I had a, a different rate. And I think it was $700. $700. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. so, 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 here's the first thing. The first thing is he created value to me by investing in me. And then I invested in him. Okay. Cool. But then he came into the program. And here's how he got my attention. He actually started to act. He started to do things. He didn't know what he was doing, but he started to do things that he was learning. So then guess what? It actually started to create more value for me. You want to know another way you created value for me, Javi? You did a testimonial for me at the first event. Mm. See, guys, that's creating value. He created value. He said, hey, look, this is what I know, but based on what I know, I can create value. Then what he did is he said, hey, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to actually be an affiliate. for." He created Value for me. He created value. And then he actually proposed to me. He's like, hey, you know what? Dude, I think if I was to come down here, then, like, you know, I could help you with growing your, your clinic because I was fade, uh, phasing out of my clinics. He created value. He created value and value and value and value. And it's so crazy because you guys don't know how to create value. You don't know how to create value. And if you learn how to create value, then it would actually tell you what your next step is going to be. And then what your next step is going to be after that. But you guys have to do the ABCs. You got to act. You got to build your skill set. The best way to build your skill set is actually to do stuff. Okay. And then you got to create value for people. You got to wake up every single day and like, how am I going to make this person's life better? And that's ABCs. I, I mean, I mean that alone, like that alone should make many of you five to $10,000 a month. That's it. You don't even know anything. Like just that, just that, just ABCs, just randomly all over the place. You could create five to ten thousand dollars a month just doing that, and that's what you did, Javi. And and now it's led him because of all the experiences, the people he's worked da 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 da, and it's led him to where he's at today. So man, I think that's awesome. Um, so let me actually, would you talk about probably one of your most painful moments? because i don't want people to like think that this entrepreneur thing is just just it's just it's just uh dandelions and roses all day like yeah. like give us a painful moment that you've had um and then what you ended up learning from it
1: yeah yeah definitely uh where do where, which one do i choose <laughs> <laughs> i i would say i i'm not known to have anxiety. I honestly never even I never knew what anxiety felt like uh up until it was last year, I think it was 2021 around September, October, November. We were actually preparing for uh an event, the first live event that we were going to have. It was a small event. We ended up having that at our home. It was about I think it was like 12 to 15 people. And I'm not sure if it was if if it was the anxiety of, of that or if it was something else but during that time i went down this downward spiral and i remember you know looking back at that and i was like like what's wrong with me like why can't i get out of this phone because i'm used to like hey you know a few days maybe a week and, and and that's it but this lasted a couple months and so during that time i felt i felt like this heaviness on my shoulders this pressure in my in my chest and i was just like i don't think this is ever going to go away and so and so that during and the craziest thing is that we were doing like the business was bringing in you know good revenue we were everything's getting paid for right everything was was fine with the business but there was something else that was tripling inside of me and so i didn't really know what it was but it was it was the pains of 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 growth and starting to to think that i was not enough starting to to you know to question myself and and say, Javi, like, who do you think you are? Like, who do you think you are to to be, you know, hosting uh, an event? Who do you think you are to have people flying right to your home to to come and and hear you talk? Right, like, who do you think you are? Like, are you are you even capable of doing something like this? And so and so for me, what ended up happening was I remember a time it was in my third year PT school. Uh, this was the time where I was starting to to I'm, I'm I would classify myself if I had to label myself as more of an introvert uh I definitely uh have pushed myself outside of my comfort zone to talk to people and and you know do all these things that we're doing now uh and so I remember in my third year p t school I had this this class we were doing this presentation, and I'm like, you know what I have to step out of my comfort zone i have to I have to get comfortable with speaking in front of people and i took I took the lead on this project it was like five of us. And I was like, cool, this is what we're going to talk about. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure, you know, the message is delivered clearly, et cetera, et cetera. And I tanked. And so in the back of my mind, I kept on playing this. I, I literally, I was in the classroom, you know, 50 people, uh, and I, I literally froze. I couldn't, like, words were just not coming out of my mouth. And I walked out of the room and my, my, my uh, team members who were in that in that uh, group project with me were just looking at me like, "Javi, like you're the one that knows everything that we're going to talk about today," and it was a terrible experience. Wow. And so, and so, I I believe that these things started to surface up again during that time span because all of that just I just started to replay those memories and I started to project the past into my future, n- not logically, intellectually knowing that, hey, the past is not equal to the future and you've been training for this and, and there's so many things that you've done since then to prove that this is going to be a success. But my mind just kept on going back to that. And I, I have to admit, you know, we were, we were going to be hosting another event uh, this Sunday uh, until Hurricane Ian decided to, uh, you know, throw a wrench in our plans. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, and so that's that started to creep in again. Um, and and I, I would say that was one of probably the most painful experiences that I've had this, you know, uh, last year was was leading up to that. Um, and it was just crippling. It was paralyzing. I, I didn't know if it was ever going to go away. And it just, um, you know, after that, and I kind of went through that process, uh, it just reminded me that like everything like this too shall pass. And so it did. And I was trying to ignore all of my problems. I was trying to push those feelings aside, uh, and and that's what made it worse. Um, and so that's that's one moment that that really you know had an impact on on us and, and just my ability to function <laughs> during that time. Um, I'm sure there's countless others, but that was a big one for me for sure.
0: I, I think I think that's probably the most impactful thing that you've said on this podcast. I think a lot of times uh, there is this you know there was this kind of facade that's put up, you know, social media has a way of doing it. And as I say, it's the people that are operating social media that have a way of doing this, that we want to show the highlights. And at the end of the day, we know people buy, they, they, they want the dream. Right. And we want to share this business thing and how it's amazing and it can give us control and freedom and this not, and but you listen, man, with everything, everything comes at a price, you know, growth comes at a price. And when you are pushing yourself to do things beyond what your current capabilities are, um, ugly things will sometimes surface. Uh, what you just said is, I mean, like I never had anything, like, like I don't want to say I had the same because I don't know what you were feeling. But as you were saying, it, I, it was resonating to me on things that have happened to me during my entrepreneurial journey. And I just think it's important, you guys, that we share that as well. Uh, Javi and Marissa probably making more money than they could have ever imagined that they would be making, at least at this point in their lives in their career. But it comes at a price, you guys. It does. Now it comes at a price of growth because there are symptoms that come with growth. And in this case, he was doing something new for the first time that he's never done before. And he had those symptoms come up. Can I tell you a quick story about that? So Yeah, please. I don't know if it's happening right now. It was happening the other day, but um, when I did the first SSPT live, right the, f- the first event, the event that you that you came to, uh, if, you know with my story there was um, there was a time in 2000 between 2010 and 2012 I was really struggling with my health and I used to get these like these um, anaphylactic reactions that would just happen randomly in my face like, <sighs> And uh, one time I was actually in Pe Pines and they thought I was dead. It just happened in the morning. <sighs> face blew up like a puffer fish and i was out all the fluids from my brain went straight to my face wow. it's crazy and uh, and honestly started to get myself healthy in 2013 2014 and hadn't experienced that again since then until the week before the event the week before the event of tooth, the first ever SSPT live i am with my daughter i wasn't feeling great like the week before the event but I took my daughter to um, to U- not Universal Studios. I was chaperoning her eighth grade uh, trip. Okay, and uh, it was late at night, you know, because it's like the grad night type of deal for eighth graders, or whatever. And all of a sudden, I started to feel the p- 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 and I think it was just 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 me, like like I know the growth was happening. It was t- I was being taken to and and I literally. And my daughter saw, I was like, I was like, and we had to leave the park. And I'm t- when I tell you, it was like, and I had to take like three Benadryl, like right away. And now we had to drive home and my daughter was panicking. My wife is, this is all like 1 a.m. in the morning. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to do the event. So I'm, I'm telling you that, Javi, because you were just courageous enough to share what you have felt. I want, and it actually made me now feel crazy enough to share that with you. I just felt like it was the right time. I've shared it with other people, but I don't think I've ever said it on a podcast. You guys, my point in all this is that this entrepreneurship journey is amazing. I mean, at least for me, I'm not going to talk for hobby. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, same
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going back. It's too much fun. It's too, too much, much fun. fun.
0: But, but <laughs> let's not get it twisted. There are, there's growth is going to happen. And Mm -hmm. with growth, like, comes changes. And some of them don't feel good when you're going through it. Avi, don't, like, let's not even, let's not front. It did not feel good this time last year when you were going through that. It feels like you're in purgatory. Yeah. uh, Guys, I just, I just, listen, man, I just want to keep it real. I just want to keep it real on this. And I thank courageous people for coming on this podcast and saying what they need to say. Talking about the good, talking about the bad, and talking about the journey. But we're here telling you we'd have it no other way. No other way. I could not see myself right now work. I own my damn clinics, and I still don't see myself working in my clinics. <laughs> I damn for sure don't see myself working for anybody in their Hell no, you no, know what I know today. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Javi, is there anything that you have that can be of value to our audience? And I guess one of them, I kind of want to lead them to this. He was supposed to be having an event here uh, in Clearwater this weekend, and um, as he said, this little, this little, um, this little wind stuff starts happen- is, is happening <laughs> around here, and uh, and I got to evacuate literally as soon as we finish this podcast, <laughs> and, and so. And so, um, so can you tell them about kind of the things that you guys have going on with the practice, you know, revolution, tell them about your event. I think there's a blessing though. I, so I think I heard you say you're going to be moving the event till, to December. Is that yes. right? So yeah. there are dietitians right now listening and whatnot. Can we talk about the event and, and anything else that you want to give them a value? It's, it's, it's your floor now.
1: Go, yeah, go yeah. Ahead. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, so so like you said, you know, this little hurricane thing—that's uh, this little gust of wind—that'll <laughs> that'll be making a, you know an appearance in the next few few days. So basically, we were supposed to have our vet nutrition bizcon live uh, in the next uh, few days at at Greg's facility, and uh, we had close to I think it was going to be about twenty five to thirty people, including team members there. And so what ended up happening is we, we had to, you know, as Floridians, it's like last minute type of thing. It's like, oh, this whole thing might just make a complete left turn, right? And not even show up. Uh, but we really obviously had to, had to think about the people who are flying in from all over the country. And so what we're doing is we're actually hosting this, this same event. Uh, it was gonna, it's going to be a two-day event. We're going to host it in December instead, Saturday the 10th and uh, Sunday the 11th in December. And so we're, we are rescheduling this event, and it is going to be live and virtual again. And so what does a good entrepreneur do? You have to... <laughs> a problem presents itself. You have to come up with a solution. And so uh, within, within a couple of hours, we decided, hey, you know what? If we can't have a live and virtual event this weekend coming up because of or at least the same event that we we're hosting because of, of what's happening with this hurricane, well, we're going to throw an event anyway. And it's going to be a virtual event. It's going to be a half a day, slightly different than what we were expecting. Uh, But basically, what we're doing, and obviously it depends on the time of of this recording, but we host we host an event. I would say uh, every 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 month or every other month is is what we do. Sometimes they're five day challenges. Sometimes they're one day virtual events. Sometimes sometimes they're two days. And so and so this weekend we'll be doing a a group program launch workshop uh, to show people how they can go from working you know one to one uh and in only one-to-one sessions to something more leveraged like group programs hybrid programs etc and so that's basically the programs that we run currently and they they just work so well for people and so we are hosting a workshop this weekend we host like i said an event uh almost every single month uh and so that's yeah that's what we have going on right now um it is going to be uh, a four hour event uh, by the end of it. it's going to be very, very implementation based, so we are going to go ahead and execute, and you'll have something built out uh, by the end of 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 that workshop. So yeah, that that's what we have going on. So how can they sign up for that? Yes, yeah, so the you can actually find us uh, the primary place that we hang out. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, my name is Javier A. Carlin, or you can follow Marissa Carlin on Facebook. We do have a facebook group called business growth secrets for dietitians and nutrition coaches and we provide weekly trainings in there uh complimentary. so uh, we do provide valuable trainings in there you can go ahead and join and uh and tune into those and yeah you know if you have any questions please don't hesitate to reach out just send me a dm uh, we're also on instagram at the practice revolution so uh, you can always uh, send them send us questions there uh we're we're an open book so anything anything you need we either have the resources or know someone who does and we can point you in the right direction wow awesome awesome bro this
0: has been a really fun podcast i feel i feel like this is like like back in our coaching call days you know what i mean it's like yes but but i think we even got more vulnerable and um and i i'm sure you've blessed so many people so javi i appreciate you thank you for being a part of national business month for healthcare professionals and um, you guys, please uh, reach out to them. Uh, you know, connect with them. I I know where their heart is, and I also know that they've learned a lot of stuff, and they can help you. So, so please reach out. And thank you again for being on, bro. Appreciate
1: thank you. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate you. Thanks.
0: i you.